from what I know about Anne Frank, it was how one girl's story kind of changed so many people's lives. My mom has mentioned it, and I am so naive about the book because I literally just won't touch it because I know how it ends. Hi again. This is Adam Langer, the executive editor of The Forward, and the creator and host of Playing Anne Frank, a podcast about the diary of Anne Frank and the lives it impacted. Here's one more story. It's a short one, but it speaks to the themes we've been talking about. How the effect of playing one role in this show can reverberate. And not only for the actor who played that part, for their kids, their grandkids, from generation to generation. This episode is called The Trunk. When I was little, I was actually kind of intimidated by her. She was so, how do I say it? She was just very elegant and graceful and eloquent, and I was just not. (laughs) So when I was little, it was kind of like almost like looking at a statue. Like you weren't sure how you were supposed to like address or like interact. Um, But as I got older, she started talking to me a little bit more, and we were kind of more on the same wavelength. I wanted to be an actor, too. That's Caitlin Ann Smith. She's a mental health counselor. She's the granddaughter of the actress Joan DeMarais. Joan DeMarais understudied the role of Meep Geese on Broadway, and she played Meep on the national tour. After Anne Frank, she was in some plays and movies, like Garbo Talks in 1984. Joan's husband was Ira Marvin. He was a Hollywood producer and production manager who worked with Stanley Kubrick on one of his first movies, Killer's Kiss. Caitlin grew up on Fire Island at a time when her grandmother's career was mostly photographs and memories. It's weird, like, I'm getting images in my brain, but most of them, I think, were pictures. They're just pictures of her on the stage, pictures of her, like, glamour shots. I know when she was in the actor's equity home and the nursing home, like, they had all the pictures of people, like, in their air quote, glory days. <laughs> Joan DeMarais would talk to her granddaughter, tell her stories about the people she knew, like Marlon Brando, and she'd give her granddaughter things, like jewelry. And when she died in 2016, she left Caitlin a trunk. Laura Marvin Smith, Joan's daughter and Caitlin's mom, she told me a little about that trunk. It was the one she brought on tour with her for the diary of Anne Frank. And this trunk meant so much to her because she moved this trunk from New York. Then my parents moved to L.A. She took it with her to L.A. And then she insisted that I take it back from L.A. to New York for my daughter to have. It's a big black trunk and it's kind of like from another era. Well, yeah, it is from another era. And it was just meant to have all of, you know, the items she had in the world. Last time we opened it, it was full of just playbells. It was full of pictures from her production days, is what my mom has told me. I have only seen the trunk once and it was closed. And my mom had a really tough time after my grandmother's passing. So like, we, it's kind of like a time capsule almost. <laughs> Like, the second you open it, it's the second, like, you're like, oh, okay, this is real. Over the course of researching this podcast, this is the only trunk I've heard about. But in a way, 
Everyone I've spoken to has one, a world of memories locked away. And we've tried to open some of them up. For now, though, this particular trunk of the actress who played Neep Geese on a stage on Broadway, in theaters throughout America, it's just sitting there in storage. Another treasure trove of stories of one play and how it changed the lives of the people it touched. <laughs>